Hello and welcome to another episode of the Plus 6.3 HP podcast. I'm one of your hosts, John Clemente. Alongside with me is my bestest best friend, Trebox. Trebox, how are you doing? Good, good. Uh, ready for my vacation? We want a few more days, but uh, yeah, happy to be back. We missed you. Yeah, we had a couple of uh, of, of weeks uh, of, of hiatus again. Fourth uh, of July weekend, plus people had some prior engagement, but I'm also happy to be back. If this is your first time watching, thank you very much for the view. If you do not know, Plus 6.3 HP is a stable of podcasts and videos where we have uh, on Mondays and Tuesdays, or most Mondays and Tuesdays, we review a show or a movie in depth, provide our opinion and rating, so we can provide you with information if you should watch us as well. Uh, we also have a podcast about our very, very first D&D campaign, a couple of middle-aged guys playing tabletop uh, games online, recording it, putting it on YouTube for posterity and for fun. Uh, those episodes drop on Wednesday. Uh, on Thursdays, we typically drop a curation of clips trailers, featurettes, short videos, uh, and we react to upcoming uh, content coming down the pipe and see how hyped we are uh, for these types of content, movies, shows, etc. We say plus the things that we like, minus or the, the things that we don't. Uh, on Fridays, Trebox and our other best best friend, uh, RJ, uh, cannot get enough of D&D, so they have their second uh, um, campaign running as well. So uh, we have a bit of a backlog of videos from the past couple of weeks, so I'm trying to, or we're trying to pump it out uh, almost on a daily basis uh, through our, uh, across the week. So tune in for a lot more of those. But on this particular episode, we are taking a little break from reviewing Yellow Jacket Season 2, like a mid-season break. And then we plug in a very family-friendly, very light. Very family, yeah, family uh, movie. Very, it's a it's a family movie, uh, Evil Dead Rise. And uh, before I turn over a bit of the plot to Chabax, uh, I'll do a little bit of stats uh, uh, about Evil Dead Rise. We'll talk about the things that we like, we didn't like about um, Evil Dead Rise, and then we'll, we'll kind of rate it, write our opinion on how uh, you know how much we would suggest you guys watching the show. Uh, but first, uh, Evil Dead Rise was released on april 21st um uh in the united states but uh in july or late june it dropped on streaming on max at least here in the united states that's why we are doing this this review it's written and directed by lee cronin a little bit of like a, a wiki uh search by writer and director lee cronin he did uh billy and chuck Ghost Train, uh, uh, Hole in the Ground, Fifty States of Fright. So he has a bit of of a wide variety of experiences in terms of movie. I think Fifty Stages, Fifty States of Fright is the only one that is like uh, um, glaringly like a, a scary movie. But I'm fairly impressed. So it's uh, based on the ca- the characters of Sam Raimi's the you know the Evil Dead uh, universe. I am not quite an expert but you know this is uh, has a very very big cult following and this movie may kind of just push me a little bit to 
kind of go to YouTube, see the entire Evil Dead universe and see how it, you know, runs and goes and, you know, enjoy the ones that are good and enjoy the ones that are bad good as well. Uh, <laughs> it stars Lily Sullivan, Alicia, Alyssa Sutherland, which is now my my new uh, uh, redhead crush, <laughs> Morgan Davis, Gabrielle Eccles, and Neil Fisher. Uh, the good thing about this movie, the runtime is 97 minutes. So hour and a half. Very short, very short and sweet. No fat. No fat. Um, but even if it's like kind of high pace, it has, you know, good space to breathe. All of those like scary jump scare mo- uh, uh, modes as much. Uh, and the impressive feat about said movie, that's why I feel that this is going to be you know, a resurgence on the universe is the budget is listed as 15 to $19 million, which is for me, extremely impressive considering the amount of blood that was spewing everywhere. I thought it was just like $19 million worth of blood the entire movie mm-hmm. uh, for the movie, but the total budget is $19 million. And in the box office, it garnered fourteen point uh, $146.5 million. So using our three times the budget as uh, uh, a barometer for success, this is 10 times the budget. So this is way, way up there. So I am uh, extremely impressed about, uh, you know, this uh, new foray in terms of the Evil Dead universe. Uh, You know, again, part of the Evil Dead universe is like, uh, there's like Army of Darkness in 1992, Ash, versus Evil Dead, which mm-hmm. is a TV series, you know, four seasons of it. Uh, and then this one, right? So it's pretty great. Uh, uh, with that, uh, Trebox, before we get into the actual synopsis and actual uh, elements of the movie, general thoughts, uh, initial reaction after you or while you were watching Evil Dead Rise? Um. Yeah, I was excited and uh, I I loved it. Uh, I'm a fan of Evil Dead. I didn't watch everything, but I watched a season or two of the Ash vs Evil Dead. I might go back to it actually, but uh, I think I saw the the remake also. But uh, I like this more, and of course I love the Evil Dead too. And the the what was the third one? The uh... Army Army of the Evil Dead. Army. Yeah, that 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 one was awesome. Also, that's one of my favorites. So, yeah, I came in here with big expectations, and uh, I loved it. I enjoyed it. When the movie came out, uh, there was kind of like a viral few weeks on how how much uh, Alyssa Sutherland was enjoying being this scary character. So she was posting a lot of behind the scenes. Just really? having I a lot of fun that. with it. Yeah. Honestly. So I followed her immediately and it was kind of like, you know, she won out of the makeup, you know, before be- before she becomes spoiler alert, a demon. It's in the poster. Um, she's just like fucking gorgeous redhead. And, you know, she was nice and sweet. So it was kind of cool that she was posting how much blood she was drenched uh, during set. So um, I really enjoyed that. Um I was reading a lot of really positive reviews when the movie came out, kind of like it's a great date movie, et cetera, et cetera. So watching this, I too had semi-high expectations. Um, and, you know, it was very enjoyable. It was it was fun. 
uh, like what you said, it's no fat. It the plot is you know there's nothing uh, uh there's nothing too deep about it. You know it's pretty straightforward. Uh, and I wasn't expect I'm kind of expecting that maybe they will like maybe put a layer or two there, uh, to put it into like you know 2023 version of horror movies. But I guess what they what they subverted my expectations around was uh, the subject that they subverted my expectations around is how the characters we'll discuss a little bit further they weren't holding back right didn't matter mm. if there was a mom or three kids pregnant sister fuck none of that mattered at all right it just like the movie just progressed and also i think that was kind of the the thing that surprised me the most about the movie there's a giant thing that i kind of hate uh which we'll discuss as soon as we start because it's part of the start as well um, but yeah, I'll I'll leave it up with you. Let's let's do a quick synopsis, and then we'll let's drop all of our favorite stuff and the things that we don't like about movie and rate it. So yeah, we start in a Evil Dead, uh, Evil Dead setting. Wait, let me just get get the Evil Dead universe correct. Uh, so Army of Darkness is the third one, right? It was. There Evil Dead series. There's the There's the Evil Dead and then the Evil Dead 2. And then the Evil Dead. And then the Army of Darkness. Okay, and then Evil Dead the 2013. And then this one. Uh wait. I think the second one was also like a remake. Eh? It's considered both a remake yeah, and a sequel of the first one. Because it yeah, it started the, the same one. same No no no. The Evil Dead 2, that was in 1987. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's, it's like a remake of the first one also, immediately, but like a recall. So they were already doing the recall at 1987. So that's, the first one and the second one both starred uh, Bruce Campbell, and then the third one was Army of the, Army of, uh, Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. So anyway, so, and then after those three with uh, Bruce Campbell, we get the remake or the new version in 2013, and then this one. So we start in a so for Evil Dead Rise, we start in um, a, tip, a typical Evil Dead setting, uh, a lake cabin by the cabin lake. Cabin in the lake. Yeah. So we have uh, two uh, two female uh, two women uh, cousins, Teresa and Jessica, along with Jessica's boyfriend Caleb, who is uh, like a real fast bitch. Actually, I call him a bitch like. Uh, like not a nice guy. I I don't know how these guys get girlfriends, but I guess birds of the same feather. We just get the girlfriends. Yeah. So, anyways, um, we only see uh, Teresa though. I think right, Teresa. Yeah, and Caleb by the lake, and they said that uh, Jessica wasn't feeling well. And then when she checks up on her, she's like uh, not acting herself, sick. And then suddenly, uh, I think she threw up or something, right? And then, she, yeah. And then she scalps Teresa. She, she first Jessica. recites line per line from this book that was there. Okay. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, so th- that awesome was a awesome changing sign. of voice tone. The usual, like yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot. So, to be, so while Teresa was uh, waiting beside Jessica, she was reading a book, and then suddenly Jessica pops up, but facing away, and starts reading what. 
Teresa's reading on her book without being able to see what it is. And suddenly she attacks her and scalps her. And then uh, we assume that uh, she'd be dead, but. Scalp meaning just like literally yanks the hair, hair out of yeah. his head. Cool. Coolest. I was surprised. So at this moment, I knew, okay, we're not fucking around. It was yeah. quick, right? There's no like, you know, usually if this were like the, you know, early 2000s, 90s, it'll be like two days before they realized she was specific. Yeah. Nope. So anyways, uh, we realized that uh, Teresa's running away, calling for help from Caleb. And then uh, Jessica comes, uh, decapitates Caleb, right? And then levitates above the lake. There was the scene yeah. with the drone, pala, the drone. She, she grabs the, the drone. Too, like, that was weird. Like She wanted, I guess, whiskers in her face, so she slams the drone to her face and her face and then falls into the water. Caleb Try, attempts to save her but instead he probably gets got fucked his head, in the water. head pulled out and then thrown back to the dark and then she levitates above so which surprising me was because after this scene it jumps one day earlier so I didn't expect that either I was like thinking we were going forward but then we went back so that, that was a cool twist as well so to jump in before we go with the, the the synopsis, this was the only. This is the thing that I hated the most about the movie. Oh, really? Like you? I thought it, I well, liked like it. what you like, you know, it's it's what you what you always kind of kind of ingrained on me already is if this was one day before, right? Meaning I knew that whatever happened, you know, the fam, the apartment stuff, which we saw in the trailers a lot did not end well because it well, went to the is, cabin or well, of course but the i think the difference with this one is like the, the prequel syndrome for me we don't know who's gonna survive or if any so that's so the there, there's too. still so that I thing thinking, i thought so one i didn't recognize anybody in the lake house yeah at, in, from the, what i saw in the trailer so either this was kind of like in the middle or the second wave of mm-hmm. the demon possession whatever or the at the end of whatever has happened in the apartment building, it, this it is kind of like spreads out or something. Spreads out. Yeah. So at that point, I knew like either none of the people will survive, or either way, I knew that it wasn't gonna end in the apartment building. That's what that what that might be also me uh, trying to quote unquote be strong because <laughs> I was watching this like in the middle of the night too by myself with my cat. So maybe to not. To, to prepare myself to not be scared it's like oh they're they're gonna survive etc cetera, etc cetera. so but that's the only thing that kind of hit me with the prequel syndrome uh uh but every everything else you know i you know maybe 15 20 minutes into the movie you kind of forget that there was a prequel anyway so apologies continue on so th- this is the main the only this is the main thing that you kind of dislike. this is the main thing that i kind okay. of hate okay. about this movie is the one day before Right. Okay. If they just pause, if they just did a hard cut, not say one day before. Okay. Right? I was oh, thinking I about that last night. It it could have you know we could have read the actors like oh it was that initial scene was you know here instead of there so that's the only thing that I kind of complain about. Okay. So anyway, so we jump one day earlier, and then now uh, we follow Beth, a guitar technician. I don't even I think she's not a guitar. She's like. Assistant, assistant, 
staff on the roadie. Yeah, that, that set up yeah, like roadie. That was what I was thinking. So she finds out she's pregnant, and she's not happy about it. And she goes and uh, goes to meet her sister, uh, Ellie, who is a tattoo artist and a single mother to teenagers Danny and Bridget and a child Cassie in their homes at Monday Apartments, a condemned L.A. apartment complex. So this one was ni- shot, shot nicely. Like uh, We got a lot of information, but it wasn't like too in your face and uh, it was held well-handed. So... We get the sister dynamic. Like she arrives and she realizes that uh, she didn't know that Ellie was divorced or that the the husband left. Left. Because she brought even a, like a gift for the husband from from her travels because she with the band. And uh, so she gets a dynamic and Ellie's kind of mad because she did. Uh, she, Beth was like, "Why didn't you call me?" But Ellie did, and then did. it it went to voicemail. <laughs> Just leading, showing us that uh, Beth's life was probably, you know, always drinking, drugs, you know, partying, mm. which one would expect. And then we don't even know who the husband is, right? Probably. Oh, I, the, uh, well, who, I was know who, to... who impregnated Beth. I was assuming it's a dude that was like knocking on the door or maybe one of the bandmates. Another, but yeah, either way, uh, it's kind of like very important. So anyways. Um, so... Uh, they so as they going through the night, they order pizza. So the children go out to buy pizza so that Beth and Ellie can have their time. And there's an earthquake. And then this is when you know, uh, Danny, uh, stupid stupid Danny, uh, finds a hole by the garage, goes down in it. Like how unsafe is that? Finds uh, out. Yeah, there's there's that's been, where you know. The horror movie trope where it again, if it were us, we won't go. It just I an earthquake just happened. I might get caved in if if I go mm-hmm. somewhere, you know, in a in a precarious place in a hole. But I gave that a pass. That wasn't even like no of course, for you me. Know, they, for me, it was stupid. But what made me give it a pass was they were consistent with Danny doing the stupid shit. Until the end. So it's like, you know, it's not just this one mistake where he fucked up. It's like every decision he did was like, which was consistent with his character. So anyway, so he goes down there and there's been rumors that this was once uh, a bank or something. And they, uh, they uh, like uh, with a vault. So he finds it. And the only thing he finds there is the safety deposit box, I think, right? With the, the, the Book of the Dead, the Necronomicon. Along with some um, vinyl records or phonograph records from the 1923. So he, he steals it because they need money because the building is condemned. They don't even know where they're living, where they're going to move to. And uh, so they, he sneaks it up and brings it up. And uh, he plays, he looks at the book, which is really well done, creepy. He couldn't open it, but when he cuts himself by accident, the blood goes to the book and it opens. That was a nice touch. Uh, yeah, that, so that was kind of like, all right, okay, it's a uh, and then uh, acceptable uh, cut, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, it's not like you know some weird accident, yeah. You know? So and and then he he plays the phonograph records and realized it's like a, a priest uh, who found the book in the nineteen twenties 
and it's a story of him like uh telling other priests or the, the catholic uh, group that they can learn from this and do something about it but they get re- he they reject him and then in the continuation of the story he he doesn't care he still goes in he reads from the book and he records him himself reading in the book and then uh that's when it activates or opens up whatever portal there is and brings in the ghost and here's for, my question though yeah like that was you know if you know it's that dangerous the book in the chance why is the records in the intact. book step intact and in the fucking same place All yeah right? so that's oh. the one question that i wanted to like but again you know how would kids learn to read fucking latin in the book in order mm. to encant whatever well, i think maybe just the whoever got possessed kept it together i mean somewhere oh, i don't okay. know okay all right that was i was thinking like maybe i don't know yeah, yeah. Part, part of the demon thing was to trick the next people that will find it yeah. too and also as out. a cameo bruce campbell is uh featured in an uncredited voice only cameo recording on one of the phonograph records he was the one that was warning the priest of the dangers of the demon and the rit- resurrection ritual okay that's and awesome. the director stated that this is all from ricky he did mm. he chose campbell voice intentionally stating that he considered it to be a time displaced ash williams from the first from the original trilogy that's cool so anyways so you know there's a chance that all of this get that gets cleaned up right yeah. you know and becomes like a new franchise all right cool cool so uh, uh the naturum de monto i think is the other name for the book um so anyways uh as the words are coming out of the speakers um from the pho- uh, phonograph records it summons the demon we don't know who or what but it comes in and uh it possesses ellie he which just here we go like every single creepy shit comes up um she returns to the apartment in a trance then starts threatening her family and dies after pleading with beth to protect her children um how did she die again shit sorry it's been like this movie was so fast yeah which Uh, one the first one she returns to the apartment in a trance then she was just like uh, so the mom yeah, yeah yeah she was just like strangled in the fucking elevator no and then tossed yeah. Up in- yeah and then she came out and that was it she was already possessed she was cooking eggs oh there we go okay that, that's the scene i was looking for so she wasn't cooking eggs. she was like uh, destroying eggs destroying eggs <laughs> so it was, it's funny so well We'll discuss it a little bit more once more people get possessed. Because like, there's a little bit of inconsistency how, for me, it's not clear. Again, you're right. It's a fast movie. How people get possessed by the demon. So, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's like if you get cut or something. Any, any way for them to get inside, I don't know. But we don't even know. I think it's one creature, right? It's not multiple. I think it's one creature possessing multiple, multiple bodies. bodies. Yeah. yeah, but the idea of it is like, is it as small as a cut? You need to be pierced. Is it the blood? Is it the licking? Because like, if it's the blood, a lot of people got 
we know when you die, you get possessed. That's one, mm. right? Um, but like, you, there's a lot of times where the survivors got a lot of blood on them too. So I that is know. true. I think maybe it's a cut. I don't think. But oh, anyways, uh, let's continue. But it's always been, you know, you never knew because like Ash, Ash from Evil Dead too. Hans got possessed and hand and he he cut it and it didn't possess him anymore. So just the hand. So it's like it's weird. I think it's that's the point. So yeah, we get this scene where um they put her in the bathtub, try and cool her down, and she just wakes up and it just the, the effects here, the makeup, the acting, it's well done. But uh, the thing I'd like to point out is like like um. Evil Dead, Sam Raimi's Evil Dead, as you all know, Sam Raimi. His horror is like campy, you know, you know what I campy. mean? Campy comedy, still mm. horror, but still there's always a lot of humor in it. The 2013 Evil Dead, I think, went all out slasher dark mm. one. This one is in the middle, I think. Like, like Nice combo. I, that's know? what I was going to yeah, say. That's why nice I, combo. I, I really like it. So we get really it's a, nice. It, you know, there's the thing that I hate about horror movies as they milk the jump scare like there's mm. always like eerie music a little uh-huh. bit it's gonna be 10 seconds before something happens this one is there's still that moment and then they becomes like quick scary and then it breathes something dies something yeah. gets stabbed something whatever so I love the the pace of this and I was gonna say like all the shots look great for me yes yes, yes. I appreciate everything that I you know the visuals, the, the visuals, was they great. thought of it. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, they didn't, they really thought about everything here. So it, it came out that they put effort in the shots and, and the, the scenes. So, um, so anyways, uh, yeah, Danny was being stupid with that. And, um, Bridget is the other one, right? Bridget, yeah. Bridget is the, the one of the daughters. Mm-hmm. Bridget, Kelsey, and what's the name Kelsey of the dude? And uh, Danny. 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 <laughs> the DJ Danny. Uh, so. It, uh, so. Here we go. Danny. Uh, so Danny confesses to Beth about recovering the Naturum de Monto. And Ellie tricks Cassie into unlocking. I don't. Oh yeah, okay. So so they lo- they were able to lock uh, the mother out, and uh, Danny confesses to their aunt Beth about the book and the phonographs, and they leave Cassie outside. And Ellie tricks Cassie into unlocking the door uh, before attacking her. And uh, while they're doing this, uh, Bridget becomes possessed by uh, her wound. That's what Wiki says. So I guess there is a wound. But I, the, the, the tattoo gun cut, which was kind of like, you know, that was one of those things that, oh, like, all you, do you need, all you need is, like, to be bitten? Or Probably, yeah. Like, yeah. So, okay. So, right. this is one of the things also that caught me off guard. I thought the kids were going to survive. So, when Bridget got, got possessed, I was like, are they going to? I was still thinking in the back of my head, like, Maybe it's a temporary possession, like she's gonna turn back. Mm-hmm. And they just, they fucking went all in, you know? So Bridget attacks Beth before turning on Dan and Cassie. Was... Who in, uh, and Cassie, like, they give the kid uh, a kill. They, she kills her sister. Like, so, one, so 
you know, the kill was a little bit later in the movie, but for one, they never hid Cassie. Cassie saw everything. Uh, How her mom puked her guts out. She said everything. Like the 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 thing that was uh, scary. The thing, the scary thing about this is not just the visuals of it, but the way what she says to her kids. Like you know, I want to cut you up and you know get inside of you, all of you, all three of you, all of your sucking teeth, sucking parasites. If your mom says that to you at that age, you're fucking traumatized for life. So I was like, "Wow, they're not pulling any stuff." And again, they gave the. This is where I talked to. I was. I saw this with Ernest. I was like, "How do they? The child actors. How they? How does she not be affected by all of this? Because it's really scary." So it's like, well, when you're when you're there, it's cinema magic, and then you you'll see that Alyssa Sutherland looks super cool too. Like she's just super nice from what I see on Twitter. So I figured, you know, you know they child actors they understand the make believe of this and the tone when you're shooting and the tone when you're editing is quite different. But regardless, you're right. Would you want you know? No, it yeah. looked like Isabella and and uh, look as around the same age as Cassie. Would you have them watch this movie too? No, I don't think they can. <laughs> yeah. So there, um. But also, I like Cassie because she's the mixture of like uh, innocence and yet she has that uh that maturity where she teases, uh, she talks with uh her aunt like uh, you're gonna be a great mother. You know how to lie about everything. Mm-hmm. So, like. Uh, so there was that and then um so uh there we go okay so she cassie was the one that stabs beth by with her toy stabby thing and then um they tie her up and put her in bed bridget and then beth goes in to listen to understand how to exercise the deadites but learned that it was futile like uh the priest failed, all his allies were possessed, and uh, only complete destruction of the host stops the deadites. So that was, I didn't understand this because, again, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan, or I was not a big fan of the evil dead. So these fucking, this fucking demons, or this fucking demon, or this deadite, is OP. Yeah. Like, I, at this point, when they said it, like, complete dismemberment didn't help. Burying into consecrated ground didn't help. All right, I'm going to be the next. I was like, how are you fucking going to kill this, though? They're in a fucking apartment building. <laughs> yeah. So uh, while she's listening, Bridget revives in a nice way where she's like floating with the ghost, like a, a little with ghost of blanket. blanket. That was cute. That was yeah. cute. So she stabs Danny, who sets Bridget on fire before dying. And then Ellie, the mom is uh, able to get into the events with a nice scene where uh, Beth, for some reason, uses head double headphones. Like, at least pop one out so you can hear. You can hear what's happening. Yeah, but so... at this point, too, so another, I gave a pass here. Um, once everybody, For me, once everybody knows that, you know, people are getting possessed and people are dying. So that was already a jump. To be able to understand that your mom got possessed, your sister got possessed, they're no longer your family, which is super hard, right? Dude, just stick together, man. Yeah, hand to hand till they, they, they keep they keep separating. Um, but uh, yeah, they don't know they they didn't know that Bridget would revive. Well, they tied her up, so they think she should be safe. But so, anyways, um, uh, where are we? 
yeah, so Ellie comes in through the apartment in a nice shot behind Beth, and then she realizes that uh, Ellie's Beth is pregnant, and Ellie tries to rip the fetus out, uh, but Beth and Cassie are able to incapacitate her with scissors in a fucking fucked up shot. Uh, Ellie fails to manipulate Cassie, who accepts that her mother is already gone. Anyways. Um, oh, we forgot, forgot the scene where while, she, while Ellie was trapped outside, she feasted on the neighbors like they were all there. I, there was no, this is where I knew that uh, this, is, this was a dark, really dark uh, story because none of the neighbors survived. Even the, chill, the child, they showed the child getting fucked. It's, it's a cool, uh, uh, it's a different take on the hallway scene. I really yeah. liked it. It was amazing. So... Um, so she killed, uh, was it uh, two adults, like the old guy with the shotgun and the buff guy in the, in the wife beater shirt and then the two the brothers. Wife, and then the, the, wife, the buff guy's brother with the long hair and then another kid. Another thing. That was, yeah. that was the, you know, one of the things that kind of surprised me the most. Like there was a kid there and the kid, you just see the kid fly and get hit like the, the, the corner of the elevator. Uh-huh. Fucking dope. I know. So anyway, so uh so Beth and Cassie try to escape and they go through the bodies and uh she's able to of course Ellie's still there, but she's uh, Beth was able to get the shotgun, shoot some. Uh so now at this point uh, both the three ones are uh, the the other family members are all attacking Ellie, Bridget and Danny. And they try um Beth Uses a shotgun on them, but uh, is able to escape through the elevator. And then at this point is when I didn't expect another change where all the dead bodies, they kind of, I thought they were feasting on Ellie, but then they, they combined into a multi-limb creature. It says here, known as the Marauder. But anyway, they uh, atop, uh, uh, climb atop the elevator to attack the pair as the elevator fills with blood. But it crashes down. And uh, Beth and Cassie escape the parking lot. And then uh, the Marauder attempts to capture Cassie uh, and attempt to behead her with a chainsaw. But Beth returns and distracts it. And of course, we get the scene with the ch- chainsaw and the yeah, shredder. Yeah, it's like, one, why do you have a chainsaw lying around in the basement? Two, why do you why have a woodcutter sh- lying around in the basement? <laughs> it's fucking LA. You don't need it. It's an apartment building, so either way it makes so another pass that I gave because it's a it's a horror movie. I'm sure maybe somebody's job or something, or you know, they they parked it there. Uh, so yeah, the using the chainsaw and the wood chipper, Ellie was able. To, oh, Beth was able to force the being into the into the wood chipper and uh it gets shredded i think did the did the hand fall i i was expecting like the hand falling like surviving no but i don't think they didn't show that is it the blood because the the entire body you know it was there's also this was one of the weaker points for me too apart from like why is there why is there the chainsaw understandable we need a chainsaw scene and it's cool the um, you know, the why there's a woodcutter, wood chipper in the basement kind of like threw me off. But there the, the that woodcutter scene was like three segments. Right? Mm-hmm. Like half of the body stabbed to the head, 
Yeah, so the the, body. to get the body, the head gets uh, left behind and she goes on a rant <laughs> where she says that um, she'll be, fail, uh, be a failure as a mother. And then Beth kicks the head into the chipper and Beth and Cassie escape together. And that's the next morning when Jessica goes to the parking lot to leave for her vacation where she's attacked by another unseen force. So that is it. And that's the one day earlier. But also here uh, in Wiki says the future. Uh, if Evil Dead Rise, they plan on continuing it. So I th- that's what he said, I think. I think the stories will progress a little more now. We're going to try and do them more like every two to three years. It's also the first time Sam is working with his brother to create an overall Bible that will give future writers and directors an idea where this thing should go next to potentially tie in some of these stories. So, yeah. I'm excited. Cool. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, this was directed uh, by Lee Cronin, but uh, produced by Ro- Robert Tappert. But I'm sure Sam Sam Raimi was connected here, right? Yeah, I'm sure Sam Raimi is part of the uh, Robert Tappert. But yeah, I'm sure Sam Raimi is somewhere here, right? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, again, there's plans for Evil Dead Four, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, so it's great. Um, uh, with that, uh, what are like your favorite kills? And final takeaways before our our our, our rating of of Evil Dead Rise. Um, the stabbing by Cassie was high. Um, the merging of the bodies was a big surprise, mm-hmm. and of course the 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 chainsaw scene was amazing. Yeah. So that's that's uh, all for me. The uh this this the cassie the, the the youngest kid's stick kill of her older sister that was fucked that was very fucked up but also i just like um the 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 changes the changing of the voice of of the mom like uh, Alyssa sutherland i know it's a lot of effects but you know she can s- speak so sweetly for a little bit and it becomes know, a little bit more demonic and then it comes back to like oh my god Cassie, she's trying to take you away from me, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, yeah, those are like you know a lot of a lot of standouts. Even the 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 first time the mom, uh, you know she, um, she died. She woke up like her eye ate a fly. Right, that was there. You know, like a a scene where her eye was wide, wide open, open. A fly lands on the eye, and then it comes into the pupil, etc. And then they put her in the water. And then she starts doing her demon stuff, comes out of the water. And crawling the walls. The that was always bad. The and then like a, a uncomfortably long scene of puking. <laughs> and then pl- plopping down again. I was like, cool. I do like the idea that, you know, the, the people that they possess fight a little bit, but it's already lost. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's it's just cool. taking um, some time. Yeah. Uh, what will be... Uh, your rating of Evil Dead Rise. Oh, for horror that we haven't had good ones this year, so I'll go with the nine. That was that was well done. It's high up there. I mean, that's what I want for you know, for a campy real horror because it's like a combination. So mm-hmm. for real, real I... horror, my 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 barometer is like uh uh 
the husband and the wife um conjuring, conjuring. yeah those are the real ones but for camp this one is in the middle so i i give it a high high nine a good nine um i, I was gonna give it an eight a high eight and it's it's you know with a caveat that you know story is weak i mean like i mean it's not that you know, it's a bad story or it's like a stellar story, but it's horror. There's only, there's a lot of, it just happens kind of thing. So um, the, the, the highness of my score is because it is ex- exceptionally well shot, well mm-hmm. directed. It's scary, but not, it's gruesome, but not like, uh, uh, what's this movie that was the same director as Midsummer? Um, the girl with the the duck. Fuck. Um, forgot. But it's it's not bodily body revolting gruesome. It's a, acceptable levels of gruesome. The pace was well done. The the horror was almost believable right you know all those like little stabbings here and there little kind of like torturous things here and there puts you on an edge but not gets you over the edge where you get turned off with the blood and the gore oh, so that, yeah, that reminds me my favorite one is also the cheese grater oh that and the calf cheese grater. So that, that was one of the things where like ooh, that, that, that one um um but yeah so i i gave it an eight also so uh, uh, so it's you know you give it a nine, I give it an eight. It's a solid movie. It's on Max, so anybody who has a Max subscription, you want like a a, a fun. I think this is going to be fun movie with a group, yeah. right? You know, a, yeah, a group viewing, um, around the Halloween, maybe a, a cute date night too. So that's it's going to be fun. So yeah, we um suggest you give this a try uh that's the episode that's our rating trebacks final worlds um yeah give it a shot it's uh fun it's fun to enjoy some of these horror movies and this is one of the good ones so yeah come 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 back with us next week for yellow jackets i think we're gonna finish that off yeah we're gonna talk about the entire second season of yellow jackets things we like things we didn't like uh close that out um, it's the summer of all blockbusters. So there's going to be a lot of, of movies, uh, coming up. Uh, it's, uh, hopefully we can like uh, schedule a few here and there. Like, you know, I'm, I'm watching mission impossible in a couple of days. I've seen fast X. Um, so, and we have yet to discuss Spider-Man. So we're all gonna schedule all those in the f- next few weeks. But for that, thank you very much for viewing. We have Trebox and all of our brothers that hop on, uh, all the shows here on Plus 6 HP. Thank you very much for the view and see you in the next video. Bye.